Shut up and sit down. Welcome, everybody, to third shift episode 110. (laughs) We're live on the five suckers. This is what happens when you go live on Twitch with the three of us morons. Oh, my goodness. As you see, I just said it. There's three morons in the house. I mean, no offense, guys, but we are. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do like we always do. We're going to go round the horn. I'm going to start with Eeny, Meeny, Danny. How was your week (laughs) this week? Eeny, Meeny, Danny. It was good. Just the normal stuff, as usual. I had to get fingerprinted because I am trying to get certified to transcribe for... Don't lie. This is from when you stole that dog toy from Meyer. <laughs> they finally caught I up with you. I actually just found that today. <laughs> and you didn't return uh-huh. it. So. Because the no. cops found it and they went, Madam, yeah. is this yours? <laughs> Show me a receipt for this. Follow us. Went, it's not on my record yet. <laughs> No, so I, I'm getting, uh, um, I guess, background check and all that, you know, stuff. So I had to get my fingerprints done. And it, they didn't do the new fancy digital one. They had me do the ink and roll. Mm-hmm. So I had two cards to go through. I walk into uh, the police station today, and um, I'm like, I need to get fingerprinted today. And there's a cop scene in there, and he was like... Oh, what'd you do? <laughs> Hopefully <Nice>. nothing. <laughs> um, but this guy, he totally reminded me of um, Reno 911. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, crap, what's his Super name? Super flamboyant guy? Dangle, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Dangle. Dangle, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Lieutenant Dangle. <laughs> he just had that personality. He was so fun. The police station, they don't have like a room that's designated for fingerprints. It's like a catch-all room. So he had to like flip out this this big wooden board and like you know just get all the it, it was like <laughs> it was so weird because it's just like this tiny room and he's like okay just just make your arm go limp because I gotta I just gotta do a perfect roll on all these fingers or I'll send it send you right back to do it again and I'm like okay and he's like you know just just pretend like you're not here and like, just, just let me do it. And so like, I'm just like trying to think of anything, but you know, some dude is holding my arm, trying to like get fingerprints out of me. Manipulate your fingers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hope my, my hands aren't all sweaty. Cause I'm like freaking out. I'm like so nervous. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> so he, he starts doing it, going through all the fingers, and I start noticing, like, I'm, like, shifting my own body, like, trying to, like, get into the right position so he can he can roll it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it was just ridiculous. It felt like I was playing Twister trying to get my fingerprints done. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, so I, I hope... I hope that goes through well. <laughs> now, see, I thought this story was going to take a different turn. Because when you said, oh, they don't have like a specific fingerprint room, it's like a catch-all room. And I thought you were going to say, so I'm in there with the hookers and the johns and the pimps and the pushers <laughs> and guys with like knife cuts no. on the face and like little tattoo tears. Not and quite I was like just that. like, I'm just here to get my fingerprints done so I can work with legal things, can guys. I'm not a, no, no, please don't stab me. Don't remember this isn't, my face. This don't. isn't the jail holding area, man. No, no. <laughs> this is like you the secretary. It's the catch-all room. It's the catch-all room. <laughs> no, it's, Come it's on. a different building. <laughs> Goodness, I've been there many times. Oh, my God. 
and yeah, I, as a hooker and a pimp and yeah. a pusher. I remember, I was going to be an officer at one point, so I've <laughs> interviewed with them several occasions and all the others and had to give right. all of them my fingerprints. Johnny dead he hands. Was, <laughs> yeah. Here you go, buddy. Here you go. Oh, man. He was talking about how some people just have done it so many times that they can just come in and do it themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that that was that was quite an experience. Other than that, uh, fall shows have started up, so I've been watching a bunch of those, and it seems like all of the ones that I, I like to watch make me cry. So <laughs> I've been having a tear fest for the past couple days. And uh, I just started watching Maniac on Netflix. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have the heard one about Emma it. Emma Stone and whatever his name is. Oh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, yep. Jonah Hill. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I think that's the point. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's it's like um, these two people don't know each other. They get thrown into this um, pharmaceutical test kind of thing. It's just kind of it's kind of weird the way it's shot. It's not like a normal I don't know. It's not sitcom. It's more it, it's called it's a mini series. So it's it's I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's really strange, but I like it. So I I I'm, I'm going to watch the whole 10 episode stretch and find out what the hell this is all about. It's kind of weird because it's set in like an unknown time period because it looks like it could be futuristic but Mm. at the same time it looks like it's in the 70s but yeah so i I like that too i think that's the one thing that i ever tease out of the trailers that i see before videos on youtube i'm like visually this looks interesting like there's something about it that catches my eye and i think it's that like futuristic yet maybe retro Mm -hmm. who knows kind of thing it's like i watch it and i look at it i'm like that looks like, it looks cool, mm-hmm. and then I never follow up on it. Yeah. It's one of the ones I keep seeing, obviously, when I'm on Netflix messing around, and I mm-hmm. intend to give it a shot, but uh, I'm still trying to catch up with the Iron Fist. I'm still trying to catch up with all sorts of stuff, so. Yeah. Heck, I didn't even watch the last uh, Lex um, Luke Cage, not Lex Luthor. So, <laughs> Lex Luthor. <laughs> I didn't watch the last Lex Luthor. I don't even know what's going on <laughs> in that series. Well. I'm so behind on all those. Yeah. I I don't even want to catch up on them, honestly. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's just something about them not appealing. So yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. Um, who wants to go next? <laughs> I don't know. Who wants to go next? <laughs> well, I'll go next. All right. Fine. All right, all right. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, wait. You got like all the stories. Yep. All right. Hang on. Let me just... Just kick my feet up. Kick your feet up. Get ready. Yeah. So I can't. I can't wait to hear these stories. Mm -hmm. So we'll start with the first one. All right. This week's been productive. Very productive. Mm -hmm. And I will put this as an aside. The first one's a a short one. I've been grinding like a psychopath in Destiny Two all week. I've been getting extremely grumpy because my light level is not going up at the speed I expect it to, and it makes me grumpy because I want to raid and I want to raid real bad. And when I get the powerful Ingrams and they're not upgrades, I start to twitch. I start to want to break things, and then I go insane, and it sucks. Anywho's, <laughs> yesterday was a breakthrough, so the, the anger and frustrations kind of 
slowing down a bit. I got about five, six levels yesterday, so I went, okay, the system can still work. It's not all out against me. Still no exotics this entire expansion. So that's the first thing. That's what I've been doing in the video game world, obviously playing all sorts of other stuff, but that's just the same old hub drub that I always talk about. So here we go. This weekend, we did, well, last week and this last weekend, we, you know, we did a bunch of applesauce. Homemade applesauce, got the apples, did all the stuff. We ended up with 37 quarts of applesauce. A lot. Fantastic. Wait, wait, wait. That's not enough applesauce. <laughs> it's not, Matt. In fact, it's not. What? Yeah. So Amanda said, we need more. We need about 50 quarts, Eric. And I went, okay. And she goes, my brother happens to have two apple trees over there. How about you go over there and pick me some apples, and then we'll make enough applesauce to get 50 quarts. I said, all right, cool beans. So me and a friend, buddy who happened to be over visiting that day when I was going to do it, he dropped by by surprise, so he got to tag along. We go to my buddy Daniel's house, and we say, hey, buddy, we need to pick some apples out of those little apple trees. He says, hey, buddy, go ahead and pick those apples. I don't care. Have a great time. And he went back to his house. I walked back. I said, this will be really easy. I had a box. I just had to fill this box with apples. I said, you know, we're just going to walk around, pick a bunch of apples, walk away. Why were there no apples on the lower branches? Oh, that's right, because animals, you know, animals like they, they eat things. There's no... Oh, see, I, see, I was going to say, well, it's Dan. You think he's going to climb up, get a ladder, or climb a tree? No, he's just going to go, He's not. He's not even going to pick the apples. That Walking from the tree to the house is too much, so... That's true. He would no. get Grubhub to bring him an apple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so all the apples on the lower branches are gone. I mean, not literally, but mostly gone. So we pick about, you know, 20, 30 apples from the, the lower branches, and I said, gosh, dang it, we got to get up there. Well, do we got an apple picker? Do we got a rake or something? No, we don't. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to climb this tree. And Shay goes, oh, all right, that sounds crazy. And I said, yeah, oh, well, got to get apples. She says, you sure you don't want to just go to Horrocks and buy some apples? And we'll say we picked them out of the trees and... Nah, man. Nah, I'm not, I'm not spending money, buddy. I'll get in trouble. So I climb this apple tree, all right? I get three tiers up into this apple tree. I'm picking apples everywhere. You you wouldn't believe it. No, I'm just shaking my trees. Shay's catching them, grabbing them up. I'm picking them, throwing them in a little satchel I've got on my side here. I'm just, I'm Johnny Appleseed, man. I'm loving life. I'm like, this is it. This is the life. I'm going to make Amanda proud. <laughs> <laughs> So we do this for about 20, 30 minutes, all right? I'm hanging out on limbs like a monkey getting this stuff. And I go, all right, that we've done what we can. These are all the apples we can get. And he goes, well, he said there's another one over there. I said, all right, well, go. you go walk over that way and you check and see, you know, if there's some apples in there. I'm going to try to get down from this bad boy. So sure enough, I, I step from the third to the second tier, all right? And then as soon as I'm trying to adjust from the second to get ready to go down to the first, my foot slips. And bada bing, bada boom, down a tree I go. My right side catches his branch, flips me sideways. I try to reach my arm out, rakes across. Sure, yeah, oh, sure. Wow. And this is healed up some, so you know it's not that bad anymore. Because I was just like, it was all red like last week. So that rakes across, and then this is all down my side too. Pretty cool. So I wow. fell out of the ass apple tree, slammed against one of the branches, did like a side flip, came down and went, poof, like, there's rotten dead apples everywhere on the bottom of this apple tree. So I just, oh. whoop, poof, just whoop, made applesauce. And sh- <laughs> and my buddy, who's walking towards the other tree, he all he hears is a, poof, 
And he turns around and he thinks I'm just being an idiot, you know, and he starts laughing because I'm stupid. And I'm just laying there like, mm, mm, oh, God. Mm. So after about 45 seconds or so of trying to regain, you know, my, my momentum and con- consciousness, I try to stand up. I'm like, all right, I can shake this off. And I took, take two steps and I'm like, mm. I get back down on my knee and I'm like, oh. Felt like somebody taking a, a sledgehammer and just went, hey, Eric. And I said, what? And slammed it right in the side of my chest. So, oh, man. as we speak, my side really hurts still, but, you know, whatever. It's all good. So, needless to say, at the time, blood seeping all over down my shirt and on this thing. So, I'm like, all right, well, that's enough for apples for today, I think. We walk up to the front. I'm like, Dan, hey, man, you got some gauze and stuff? Oh, no, buddy, I think I got, like, this wrap crap here. He pulls out, like, some old 1970s wrap. We put a wrap around. He's got no tape, so we just get a Band-Aid, and we put a Band-Aid on it, another Band-Aid. It's all, like, loose. Instantly, blood soaking through it. And I'm like, whatever, oh, dude, no. I, I'm starving, man. So we go to Qdova, and we just walk into Qdova. <laughs> I got blood dripping up. <laughs> I'm of like, course. I'll take three. Oh I'll God. take three tacos, and everyone's like, <laughs> "Are you kidding?" <laughs> At this point, blood's seeping through the side of my shirt. You know, <laughs> just like, like, I need some tacos, man. Some tacos and ice cold water—they'll make me all right. <laughs> uh, so we sit down and we eat those tacos, and they were good. Oh man, they were delicious. Cleaned up the blood, you know, wiped off some napkins, and went back into the car. And <laughs> See, you should have got some extra rice, like a side of extra rice. Put some water in that, smush it up, make it like a paste, and you seal that side right up. Just MacGyver right my own right there. Yeah, there yep, we go. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So I get home, and of course, my you know Amanda, she's like, "Oh my God, what the heck is happening?" But like, I tried to pick the apples for you, dear. This uh, is the cost of applesauce. <laughs> So she immediately ran out to the store and got, you know, the proper materials, got some real pads, got the nice tape, got the, we already had obviously alcohol, peroxide, all that good stuff. And so, of course, you know, I go in the bathroom and I take alcohol and I'm just like, run it all down and whoo, boy. That felt great. You never know you're alive more than when you pour alcohol into giant cuts and open wounds. Yep. It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. I actually like it, sort of. It's painful, but it's like I that do too. searing mm-hmm. awesome pain where you're just like, oh, yeah, this is real. So it's good stuff. Did that. But that's not all, folks. All right? Because Eric's life never, never stops trying mm-hmm. to kill him. So yesterday, in fact, just yesterday, my father-in-law calls. I get home. You know, and he goes, hey, man, what are you doing? I said, all right, nothing. What are you, what's going on? Said, okay, can you stop at the store real quick for me? I got so busy and wrapped up today, I couldn't pick up a couple items that I really want for breakfast tomorrow and stuff. I guess. Amanda really wants some fruits, so uh, sure, okay. Sure enough, Amanda says, yeah, I'll take some fruits. So I go, all right, well, your dad wants some stuff anyway. I jump in the truck. Pull it out. I start driving down the road going about 60. And then all of a sudden I see there's a big red Ford, you know, one of those big diesel 350,000 HD, you know, high definition, whatever, stupid trucks rumbling down. And he gets up beside me and all of a sudden just <laughs> freaking this whole side, my passenger side window just explodes in on me. Just And if you've ever heard like one of those things completely shatter, it's like a shotgun blast. So everything shatters. The glass flies into my face, arms, shoulders, everywhere, basically. Flies across the whole thing. You know, you see the rock go poof, hitting across on the other side over there. Instantly, 
old school tactics to <laughs> kick in. I started oh. swerving the truck, trying to go like this, so I'm a hard target for snipers. I started assessing all my sight lines, <laughs> looking for snipers. <laughs> and then, like, this is all within seconds, you know, a second. And then instantly I go, Eric, stop. It was a truck. <laughs> The truck, big dumb truck with his dumb ass big treads just went by and popped a rock up. You're fine. There's no assassins. There's no snipers. You're all right. Okay. We're good to go. So I got a couple tiny little, you know, those print pick cuts you get when the glass does its thing. And those little needle cuts. So a couple of those and glass all in my hair. You know, all this hair right here. Can't uh-huh. see it, but it's like flakes, crystal glass, like well, everywhere. It's gone now. You had to cut yeah, it exactly. to get the, get the glass out. And it naturally, what does Eric do? Nothing. He just finishes going to the store and walks into the store. I, I open my door and glass just falls out all over to the all over the pavement at the store. <laughs> and I got glass all over me, so I start shaking all my shoulders. This dude's walking up behind me. He's like, and I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> so I'm walking into the store, just you know, going like this, yeah, trying to get the glass off my head. Go get the groceries I need and drive back home. And sure enough, walk in the door. Hey, babe, what's happening? Oh, well, broke the windshield. She's like, what are you talking about? Is this glass crap on me? I got to go take a shower and put these clothes downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, a wonderful week, an exciting week, has been had by me. Had a little PTSD kick in, fell out of an apple tree. Oh, it was beautiful, man. (laughs) And see, now the beauty of that story is that now we all know, if we are going to snipe you, wait until a truck goes by, for, if the first shot misses, ping, oh, grr, okay, it was, it just, was just a, a truck. Just a, just a truck and a rock. And then, and then you'll get me, yep. Just wait a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what about you, Matt? How was your week? I actually had a pretty good week. I mean, over the weekend, I went and saw School of Rock over at the Wharton Center, I know everybody knows or thinks that I hate children, but that show was awesome, and the kids were actually really good. I mean, they did an announcement right before the show. Well, if anybody doesn't know this plot of School of Rock, it's based off the movie, obviously, where this this loser dude who used to be in a band gets kicked out of his band, and he lives like at his buddy's house, and his girlfriend's trying to kick him out because he never pays rent. So he's like, ah, you know what? I'll use my buddy's name because he's a notorious substitute teacher. I'll apply at this school. And then when he gets there, the kids are like really talented, you know, at like music class. So it's like, I know, we'll make a band with these kids. I'll teach them all about rock and roll. We'll enter the battle of the bands. I'll make all this money. It'll be great. So I won't, you know, I won't tell you how the story goes or anything. But so they do an announcement right before the play, the musical starts. And they say, hey, the question we always get is, uh, do these kids actually play the instruments? And the answer is, damn right they do. And these kids were badass. Drumming, keyboards, bass, guitar. They were rocking it out. Mm-hmm. Pretty good actors, too, and good singers. So, I mean, that was a great show. I really enjoyed it. So if it's coming to your town, make sure you go see it. Make sure you give those kids some applause and some love because they were actually really good. And then the very next day, I went and saw Silent Sky at the Williamston Theater. That was also really fantastic. Another one of those plays kind of based on actual people. This one was all about, you know, the... I have to use quote fingers here because people think of computers as the device. This is about a group of female computers, like in the 1920s at Harvard, who were identifying stars and classifying them. So that was really cool to, you know, kind of see the kind of stuff that they did and kind of hear that that whole story. And then the actual story of the characters was actually really good, too. 
So, I mean, really good job. They never have, I've, I've never not enjoyed a show that I go to at the Williamson Theater. They always have good actors, great production. I really like the, this was another one where they had, they had some set dressing around, you know, on the stage, but then they also had like a big projection screen kind of behind it that would show like if they were at Harvard, it would kind of be like a view out a window of a building on the campus. You know, if they were, you know, a character goes on a cruise, like a, a little railing came up from the side of the stage that they stood behind and they projected like a smokestack and, you know, stars and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Really a lot of fun, good production, good acting, good everything. Williamston Theater does it right. So support your small town theaters, people. Even if you don't have the Williamson Theater, go see something because it's always good. There's theaters everywhere. You yeah. just got to look I mean, for even, them. Even around here, there's like four or five I've never been to. Like, I think I've been to Riverwalk once, and then there's like three, like I said, three or four or five other ones that, you know, I see ads for in mm-hmm. the programs. And I'm just like, hey, I know these musicals. I'm totally going to go see those. And then there are ones for ones in Flint or Detroit or Grand Rapids or, you know. Well, and MSU's got in one they always do. So. That's true. Yeah, there's definitely tons of them. Something I'd like to get more into, but, I mean, maybe those little ones is the token. Because, of course, we try mm-hmm. to go see a couple bigger shows, you know, a year. But, you know, they, they end up being 125 bucks a pop. And yeah. that can add up real quick. So it, it kind of takes the wind out of the sails when you're like, yeah, let's go do more than one and maybe two a year. You're like, well, uh, we've just spent $700 on seeing some shows. Let's We probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're going to spend it on <coughs> busted car windows anyway, so just... Yeah, just, that's true. Just spend money on fun things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that's what people always say anyway. That's how I view it. Like, just I mean, there are some it. shows that come around again every year, but then there's other stuff, you know. I've only seen, like, Oklahoma on stage once, I think. Certain other things. And if you don't go out and do it, then you'll just never do it. No, exactly. So it's... You're spending money on an experience to go see a thing. And, you know, I take... You know, I keep my program, keep the ticket, you know, do the little picture of the program when I'm sitting in my seat. So you got memories, you know. It's mm-hmm. good stuff. I agree with that. It is good stuff. And hey, speaking of good stuff, I was gonna say what s- did I do? <laughs> what, no, no. No, <laughs> okay, we're not. not no, I'm not done yet. You <laughs> okay. shut up. Good, good. I was like, well, man, I only did two shows. What the heck? <laughs> well, well, I mean, I've only done two shows, but speaking of good stuff, what have I done all the rest of the week? Played Yakuza Kiwami no, 2. The best. There's just the, just so much fun. Every time I boot it up, I'm just like, I'm having a crappy day. Bloop. Ah. I'm just beating up goons. I'm playing the Cabaret Club minigame. I'm playing the Majima Construction minigame. I'm singing the Majima Construction anthem. I'm just doing anything. I, I got the Yakuza Kiwami 2 Fun Pack 4 just the other day. It had Ono Michiko, the hostess, with the Ono Michio head. She does the Cabaret Club with her Ono Michio head. And I got a golden suit for Kiryu. So I'm walking around like the Nouveau Reach guys, but even st- more stylish. This golden suit, just like I'm the king of Kamurocho and Sotanbori. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a blast. I don't know if I mentioned it before or if I beat it afterwards, but I beat the story mode, and we had the, the best stream of just a blue screen of me going, oh, my God, it's the guy. He's shooting him. <laughs> oh, dude, shirtless snow fight. Shirtless fight in the snow. Oh, cool. Oh, round two. Now he's got a sword. Oh, dude, great. But then I've also been going back through and beating the Cabaret Club minigame storyline, been putting a bunch of stuff up on YouTube from that. And uh, the Majima Construction stuff, I've been saving all the storyline videos from that, so when they're all done, I can slam them together, put them up. Lots of fun. Just every day is amazing when you're playing Yakuza. And in only, what, five days, 
Fist of the North Star comes out. So that'll be even more in an even more ridiculous, over-the-top environment. It's a good time to be met. What can I say? It is a good time. God it's a great us. life. Oh, man. So I can't do that cool segue I was thinking about doing. I just realized because we're live on the fives. So uh-huh. I can't do it. I'll have to save it for you guys in a private showing later on. Sorry, boys uh, and girls. Boy. Uh, well, oh, oh, God. That, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I got to go. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting there I'm like, wait a minute. We're actually live. I can't take back anything I say right now. So <laughs> I had a good that's one. <laughs> that's what I was thinking earlier for something else. I was like, hey, anybody who's watching us live, here's a little tidbit. And Danny cut this from the podcast version. But people can go back and watch the video mm-hmm. on demand of this. So <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's God. everyone's going to hear it. So crap. That's all right. But I will say, the the only other thing I've done is I went back and watched, like, I told you I'd, see, I'd watched, like, one-third of the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Now I've seen two-thirds of it. So, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. So I'll say the tag match between uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, fantastic. Like, I'm not a big fan of Ziggler or Rollins or Ambrose. For some reason, they just don't do a lot for me. But when they get together, any combination of those guys... They're just awesome. Just fantastic. Drew McIntyre, I am a big fan of. He's a huge dude. Looks like a star and moves and wrestles like a star. He He's going to be a world champion. He's got It's got to be soon. But he's awesome. Those other three guys combined to make just an awesome tag match. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe was a great... It was a... An awesomely wrestled match, I will say. So I still haven't seen the Ronda Rousey match or the the now infamous Hell in the Cell at the very end with the, the surprise return of Brock Lesnar. Ooh, spoiler alert, but Aww. it was already like three weeks ago. <laughs> but so far, I, I enjoyed the show. Like I said, I had sort of enjoyed the first third, so two-thirds in. I'm enjoying <laughs> the show. It's pretty fun. So maybe at that, when I see, finally see that final third, I'll report back. So this is a very timely <laughs> to-the-mat segment. Excellent. Beautiful. Good job, me. <laughs> Good job, you indeed. And you know what? Did they give us any keys? Because I didn't see this week. I'm we don't do that part yet. Yo, we man. say what we did and what's coming up next Tuesday. Come on, dude. Oh, I don't that's care. right. No. I don't remember that we do that. Why, after this many years, do I not remember that segment ever? Because I'm the one who always does it. You do that and one, then you say, Oh, yeah, the I'm looking forward to IG2G. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. So what do we do on Tuesday oh, this man, week? We did a whole lot of nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did record a What You Play in Third Shift and a Shifter Monthly Topic for those of you who are on our lovely Patreon. If you want to know more about that, tune in later in the episode, or you already know. Come on. If you're listening to this, you know about it already. But coming up next week on Tuesday, we got IG2G episode 38. Oh, man. I bet you can't wait for that one, Eric. Indeed, I cannot wait for that one, man. Oh my gosh, it's going to be super exciting. All sorts of wonderful games are coming out, and we're going to talk all about them. (laughs) So, of course, tune in for that if you are so interested, and we hope you do, because we love you all. And speaking of that, where's them damn keys at now, Matt? Huh? I want my keys. Let's get to the keys. <laughs> we got we got shift codes for golden keys in board. Oh, yes. So hit up the Twitter, the yes. red forms, the Instagram. <laughs> write write the golden keys, like engrave them on a rock and throw them through some poor bastard's window as you're driving by in your red Ford F7000 truck, HD with the huge HD. diesel wheels jacked up. <laughs> Just throw them in the tires. <laughs> right you know through what? windows. What you, what you can also do is engrave the keys on like a tree 
So when mm-hmm. somebody falls and it just scrapes, and it, they, like they'll hit on the branch and it'll embed the keys right in into their, their body. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Oh, I gotta check this out. What's that? HPZH. That's oh, a man, shift code, that dude. Shift code. Yeah. Oh my god, it was totally worth it. Yes. Let's go open the loot box. Yeah, That's boy. how you do it. Get yourself some free loot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get that free loot. You got to get the free loot because guess what? Borderlands Three is coming out next week. Better be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, if true. <laughs> Just I'm making that up. There's no point. Wake up, Eric. Wake up. You're dreaming again. It's a waking daydream. Your PTSD flashed <sighs> yeah. in because I talked about throwing a, a, yeah, a, a rock through a window and you went. Ah! All right, guys. <laughs> I'm back. Here we are. Woo! All right, here we go. What shoes, God bless. Speaking of PTSD and things that never go away, what is back? The Battleborn Free <laughs> Rotation. That's, That's what's right. back. <laughs> This is Rotation J. I never told you what Rotation J was before because we skipped it because we had Joe King on or some other kind of interview thing. So, hey, what do you think about Rotation J, dude? I'm not even going to tell anybody what it is. This is the part where I was going to have Danny cut a thing out, and I can't mm-hmm. even say it. So, hmm. Well, what am I going to say? What have I always said when this rotation comes around? Uh, the fat chicken, everybody. <laughs> Just go play the fat chicken. Have a good time. And you know what? Before I say my next piece, what about you, Danny? Be Pendles. <laughs> That's what I say every time. That's There's true. only a few characters I play. It's so. <laughs> very true. I don't like the rest of them. <laughs> Matt, do you got a, a piece before I say my piece? Or? Oh, I got a piece. Okay. I got more than a piece. I got right. the Geek of the oh, Week. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Geek of the Week this week is Miko because Miko is boring yes i said that you're gonna have to drop a beep in there we better be marked mature because i just said the f word holy moly if you want to just stand behind your buddy and just go like this and sometimes he'll still get jumped and die yeah, the mushroom I'm, you gotta throw the mushroom down too once in a while well that's if you get up to that level i mean i don't even know <laughs> hey half the games we play i mean do we ever even get our ultimates we just die we just die forever yeah. so if you want to be a boring ass mushroom that's ugly it has a weird voice. There you go. You could be Miko. Or you could be like a cool healer, like Reyna, and be like badass with a gun and a plasma and thing shields. and shoot like a shield oh, yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Or you could be Alani with a cool like riptide that you can heal people with. Mm-hmm. Or you could be literally anyone else but stupid Miko. <laughs> Geek of the week, Miko. You suck. <laughs> Dang. So now that we've all said our piece, I will just say, hey, hey, everybody out there listening, please just open this up. Let let Battleborn characters be free. Mm-hmm. Let them free. Just loose them upon the world so everybody can play every character all the time. Let's not go to the hubbub anymore. Just let everybody have it and have a great time and enjoy mm-hmm. each other's company in the Battleborn universe because I think everyone who can should have a chance to play this game and play it with any character that they desire because that's what makes this game. Well, that's what makes this game. That's what makes this game. That's what makes this game. That's what makes the game so great. That's what makes this game so great, is that all these characters are so unique and fun, and there's one for everybody. I think you did a great job of encapsulating what I was going to say and have Danny cut, but without me having to say it and get it cut. So thank You're you, welcome, man. I do. I really You're appreciate welcome. it. I'm, I'm, thank you. <laughs> do my best once in a while. <laughs> oh, hey, but that's not all for Battleborn this week. Did you know? Did you catch it? I retweeted what? it. Probably. Our buddy Mars. Our buddy Mental Mars oh, threw up yes. a little article Annabelle. saying, who is Annabelle? Talking about a character that was in development. It was a young girl who rode a mech. or like A uh, four-legged a, a, mech. A, 
a quadruped robot, yes, named Iron Fist, and he went into super details, like, you know, he had talked with Jithri about it, obviously, the problems they had implementing the mech, not her specifically, and that he went super deep dive into old dude Matthias Tapia, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but his concept arts that he had revealed and put up on oh, his, yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, his little thing, he dug mm-hmm. in and found her, then talked to him about her and her whole attitude and the style of her. Really cool article. That was really awesome. Yeah, I thought it was also interesting how they were having a huge problem with Isaac as well, but mm. they managed to make him work, whereas uh, Annabelle just it wasn't happening. And then I guess there was a few other characters too, I, I remember him mentioning, that were four-legged and had issues, and so mm. those were also thrown out to the cutting room floor once they couldn't figure out how to make it work right. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because if you see that little tiny screenshot that he blew up of her, like she was like this small in the back of this mech that was like that long. And he was saying, you know, if you're trying to convey to a player in a first person game that you're too big to go through something, there's like no way to do that, especially the way he was shaped. Mm-hmm. I think Isaac, they, they worked it out a little bit better because he's, I mean, he's got that swoop he's down, slant. but, he's, mm-hmm. but he's, not, he's not that big. Like, your view would have been here of this robot that went up to here. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Well, plus where they placed him, like, with the movement and the way his head was, when you're Isaac, you can you can see your bulk. Yeah, yeah. And plus, since he's not Quadra, it's just, it's cut off right there. So mm-hmm. you can see that you're a little bit taller and you're jacked up like that, but you're yeah. not, there's nothing hanging in the back. So you're able to perceive in your head what, you're, you, what you could do. Whereas, like you said, when mm-hmm. you're this, this tiny little child's head, poking out of the front of this ginormous machine behind you, you've got nothing to relate to. You're just, okay, let's run. What? Oh, I can't move. I can't strafe. I can't strafe. What is happening? Why am I, clip- Why am I clipping on everything? Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know if you saw this, Danny, but like, picture like the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the alien xenomorph head, like how there's like the, the, the working bit at the front, and then it just goes way back. That's kind of what this robot reminded me of. Like, here she is in her little cockpit, and then just bulk and like another big offshoot bulk like enormous thing it was crazy it's pretty cool definitely if you yeah. haven't seen it check out uh mental mars's article because it's fun yeah definite props to him it was you know at this point i honestly didn't think there'd be anything new about battleborn to unearth really and so mm-hmm. seeing this that you know he found this took this little bit from something he talked with randy varnell about you know ages ago then dug through this dude's you know custom art his freaking concept art and pieced it all together. Really good job by Mental Mars. Really cool. Uh, let me just state for the record here for a second. There's way more to unearth in Battleborn. All right? If we would just <laughs> kidnap one or two of the story developers, bring them to my dungeon, utilize some of my wonderful tools off to the left over there, <laughs> we could find out what happens to all the wonderful characters in cut, Battleborn. Cut. This is, oh, this is, oh geez. This is what the interviews were leading to, and now you've ruined it. Because now everyone <laughs> will go not and watch back. this. Yeah, you're They're right. going to say, hey, what's Third Shift doing on Twitch today? Oh, man, look. What's this live on the files? <laughs> oh, They're going to murder us? Eric's torture psychopath us? Oh, great. to drag us away <laughs> to get information on what happened in Battleborn. It's their mm. fault. They left a pretty fun, great story sitting there and never finished it. And now I have to sit there constantly wondering all the time, what the hell happened next? It's not, I mean, it's I, not saw, I saw you today. You were at your desk going... What could it be? Mm-hmm. What is it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, dude, watch some Destiny streams or something. You went, okay. I did. I did. Right. I, turned, I turned it to the Destiny streams. And then I went out. And then I sat there like that for like 
two and a half hours. You had the stream going and your phone up. And my phone like up. A- and Persona 4 up, mind you. So I had the phone going to get the quiz answers I needed with Persona 4, playing that, doing the quizzes, <laughs> and watching the uh-huh. Destiny 2 stream, seeing what they were uh-huh. doing inside the uh, the dungeon. So I was just like triple, triple tap, man. I'm just... You're, you're just a perfect I was millennial. I wired right in, there. yeah. Every single screen is on. Mm-hmm, let me let me activate the other console over here. Just. <laughs> Put on CNN or Fox News or something over here so I, I can be <laughs> there you go. up, you know, watch that watch that whole court case thing that's going on just or whatever. absolute soft focus, just there absorbing everything. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You're right, Matt. I, I failed. I should have had one more screen going. Mm. Dang it. Next time. So what else in the general news? We'll get into the Fortnite thing. I think we'll do that last. Any any other general news type stuff? Like- oh, well, Earthfall had a little something-something. I don't know if you guys mm. caught this, but Earthfall's Militia update is out as we speak. It's a small update. They basically threw in a grenade launcher that has a primary attack, which functions just like you'd imagine a grenade launcher functions. How, how, like, what is well, that? you know, you shoot, boom, and a shell flies out, and then it arcs, and then boom, explodes. Okay. Like a seashell, like yeah, like a seashell full of crabs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. It explodes. Oh, wow. The crabs okay. come out. They're on your forehead. <laughs> they're, they're on your. Get you. They're on your uh, body parts. It's bad news, man. Oof, damn. Yeah. Oh, those those aliens don't know what they're in <laughs> no, for. Sheesh. Exactly. It's a bad day. <laughs> and then it has like a secondary alt fire function. And the way they described it, I'm assuming you can like you put the shell into the, like a middle of a group, and then it has like a time delay explosion. So I'm not sure if that's something you can just like drop from you. Like if they're surrounding you, you drop it and get out, and then it explodes. Or if you if you can lob it, and then it has a timed explosion. It wasn't really uh, very descriptive, so I'm not sure which it is to be honest. And then they said, hey, you know what else? What would people actually find when they're trying to survive? They'd go to hunting, you know, hunting stores, hunting goods stores, things like that. So let's introduce a whole bunch of hunting gear and like orange vest jackets and goofy stuff like that, and the hunting knitting hats, and and then also they uh, they made a hunting camo set for all the different guns that exist already in the game. So that was basically it in a nutshell. Just a small update, but they said this allows them to really focus on invasion, which is going to be the the big kahunas where they got all the goodies coming. So a little extra fun for you right now. If you're uh, rocking and rolling in Earthfall, there you go. Go pick up your new skins and fun little items. And, of course, the grenade launcher for a whole new dynamic experience in Earthfall. That sounds pretty fantastic. And, they, hey, that's free DLC, right? Because all their DLC was going to be free. All free, exactly. You ain't paying not a dime. Mm-hmm. No reason not to get yourself a grenade launcher. Exactly. That's that's their whole point. That's why they want you there. Keep playing. Keep enjoying it. Keep coming back because they're reiterating and... And you know, having a good time, whatever, man. Absolutely. Do and it. hey, speaking of reiterating and having an even better time than you were already having, Compulsion Games released patch 1.4 for We Happy Few. Every single bug you could Jeez ever dream piece, of, man. they they tried to do every single quest line. Like I went through like the quests, and I was like, man, maybe there will be one. Like the egg doesn't spawn. And it's like eighteen thousand quests. Mm-hmm. They fixed like all the crashes <laughs> and the bugs. Obviously, there's there may or may not still be more to do. So if you find more bugs after you've installed the patch, make sure you hit them up via the technical support. But huge giant list of bug fixes, crash fixes. Go through it if you want. Otherwise, just download it and have an awesome time. 
Well, that's exactly what they were stating, actually. There was people coming on saying, hey, you know, appreciate what you've done, but there's still this bug or that bug going on. I'm still angry. And they quite literally said, hey, we're not done yet. This is the first round. Look forward to a whole bunch more fixes and patches in the future. Also, if you are having trouble, please let us know what it is. Because if you don't, we can never fix it because we have no idea what your problem is. Mm -hmm. And as Matt said, it's flipping huge. I I was just like okay I I I literally went in thinking I'm gonna read every one of these and figure this out you know because I watched all the playthroughs and so I'm I'm like I know what the quests were and what they did and everything else but I went no never mind there's all sorts of random tiny little things weird things it's a lot you got to give them props for that they definitely went ahead and took a big stab at getting rid of a lot of the bugs and issues cool beans man indeed are we ready anything for the boobies in- yet we ready for them boobies. <laughs> You know what? You spoiled it already, so let's I cut did. to the boobies. I thought it was a great way to segue, man, because now everybody's like, excited. You know, you say boobies. Ready for boobies? <laughs> yeah, are you ready for boobies? Go for it, Danny. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so, oh my oh, god, come on. Boo. So, with that we being want said, and boobies. Died. We want boobies. We... Okay. Fortnite Season 6 has arrived, and with it, an infamous evil booby physics problem. Oh, my God. No, no. So, apparently, when adjusting systems, doing all sorts of wonderful things for the new season, uh, the physics on the female's breasts was adjusted, and now when they jump and run and do crazy things, they bounce slightly. And I didn't see an issue with this, but the Internet did, because the Internet Mm -hmm. has issues with everything. And they had an issue. And they said, this is making women sexually sexualized in video games. It's bad. We don't want it. We just want them to go back to being static, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Fortnite came out and said, you know what? We have heard you. We didn't even intend to do this in the first place. It just <laughs> happened amongst other things we were fixing and changing. Our apologies. We're right on it. They're fixing it. Probably as we speak. Who knows? So it's not even going to be an issue soon. But if you want to catch the big booby issue... You can go on YouTube and check it out because, oh my God, all day long, that's all I heard. It was a fantastic day. Awesome. <laughs> now, Danny, as a boob user yourself, what do you think of static boobs, maybe slightly jiggly boobs, and anime, then static boobs again? Do you boobs? embrace this boob backlash, <laughs> or are you backlashing against the boob backlash? I don't even know what that question is. Well, I mean, I really? prefer I prefer what do you static think about boobs? boobs. Please tell me all about boobs. I like boobs. I like Excellent. my boobs. There you go. I, yeah, I prefer static boobs because then your back doesn't hurt like like hell. Makes sense. Just saying. That's the, that's the that's the blurb for this week's episode. I like boobs, Danny. Yeah. There it is. That's what we go with. That's how we And roll. the title of the episode is now, I Like Boobs. There it is. We got it. <laughs> no, we we got it. You said it. And we're going to get all the views because boobs. Hell yeah. yeah. When you see I Like Boobs on a podcast, you're not going to download that? Hell yeah, you are. That's right. We just did it. I mean, you Cheated can't say our we way don't talk into a couple boobs. extra views. We don't, hey, you can't say we didn't have a girl on talking about boobs. And her own <laughs> boobs, actually. So that's a threefer. Boom. That's true. Sure. We covered all the bases. Man, we just sexualized Danny. Therefore, she's going to file a lawsuit against us. And uh, that's, we'll that's be in true. court we, in a week. We, we pressured See? her into it. So, I mean, I don't know. Now you you, just, thank like, you. you know d- thank you, Matt. I can't wait to see the court summons in the mail next week. <laughs> I look forward to it. 
<laughs> We're going to get banned from Twitch <laughs> talking about breasts. Oh, God. Well, but they did do well, a lot of other things too, Matt. You know, we're gonna just jump right off of there. This episode of Dead <laughs> on the Fives. After this, we're gone. It's over. <laughs> oh gosh. So as I mentioned, season six has begun. The patch came through. All sorts of new landscapes, things to do, things to see in Fortnite, and of course, all the Halloween stuffs coming into play. There's a bunch going on. Anybody particularly excited about any of these wonderful little things? Well, I will say one thing that did kind of pique my interest. They've disabled it for now, I believe, because they're having so many issues with it. I really like the idea of the shadow stones, that when you take it, you go into shadow form. You're invisible when you're standing still, but you're noticeable when you're, like, creeping and walking around. But you can also get, like, a shadow dash that, like, gets you out of dodge real quick. I say it all the time when they do anything that's different from the norm. Anything that changes up the gameplay or the strategy or anything of a Battle Royale game, I'm totally into. So if I can take this thing and become like a ghost and either just hide out and haunt the, pl- haunt the little barn that we're sitting in or just shadow dash all around and get, get out of trouble, that's really cool. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was particularly fond, of course... Of the new landscape, all right? There's a bunch of tiny secrets, but of course the big main ones had me really going, oh yeah, and it reminds me of last year a little bit. They got the castle. That's kind of Mm -hmm. reminiscent of like Castlevania going on there. They got the floating island. They've got the haunted woods. And then there's a ton of like small things that they tell you to get in there and take a peek at and find. And if you want to like cheat, you can just already go to YouTube and basically they'll show you every little thing that's changed or been uh, done differently. Uh, crops, you know, a little crop area now, you know, you can go investigate mm-hmm. and check out. It's, all that, every time they rebuild the map and redo it is pretty cool, you know. And, and what a great idea. Instead of just creating all new maps, just keep, keep taking the ones you have and breaking it apart and redefining it and changing areas. Mm-hmm. easier to work with something you have than just to keep building something new and then it gets cluttered with all these different maps and so they just change it and then it becomes like mm-hmm. part of lore when you go oh you remember when this was still there and da, 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 and you're like yeah ah, ha, ha. And, oh you noob you don't even know ho, 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 ho. <laughs> it's good stuff what about you Danny anything anything strike your fancy Nope. <laughs> That's a lie. You, well, I know. No. I, I set I, you up. I, I like I, it anytime they do Halloween stuff, so I, that's pretty cool. Now, see, I, I was going to say that's a lie because you like the pets, but there's no cat yet, so you can't be interested in the pet pack. True. Oh, so you actually don't care. I set you yeah. up, and you didn't even bite it because there's not a cat. So you said, I don't care about your stupid thing. I will say, I think it's pretty cool. I mean... Anything to change it up, make, you know, it's just a cute, fun little thing. You get a little dog or a, I think there's one's a, a dragon, dragon and then and a, a chameleon. chameleon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I like the way, I haven't seen it in action yet, but the screenshots I saw of it, like the different reactions that they have when you're doing stuff, like when you're skydiving and the dog's like hanging in the pack, or if you're, <laughs> if you're aiming down sight and your, your animal companion is like scowling over your shoulder like nice. into it and looking at it and just like you know just looking having fun having more character more silliness more anything they said you know like the dog will like yip and yap and bark at stuff but only you or friendly teammates can hear it it's just something to liven up your gameplay experience i thought it was cute i thought it was fun obviously i'm not a battle royale guy so i will never get up to the level where i will ever have a pet <laughs> but if i did, if i was then i'd be like this is cool I'll have a little dog rolling with me, or a little dragon, or a little mm-hmm. chameleon, to Just, watch me get like fiftieth place, maybe if I'm lucky. Oh, you suck a face! <laughs> I'll say this though: I mean, anything that makes your character more unique, 
Cool beans, right? Yep. Yep. Cool flipping beans. And I'll tell you what, you know what else is more unique? Is the new freaking Riot Husky that they introduced to the Save the World. I've oh, been yeah. waiting for this. I, I was hoping they were going to start really focusing in on Save the World and start to uh, bring a whole bunch of new stuff in. And mm-hmm. one little piece that already is in is, of course, the Riot Husky. He's got a big old shield, comes at you. You got to get around him. A lot of other games have taken something like this, similar to this. and you know, mm-hmm. So it was a natural, a natural uh, segue in, and it makes sense, and I like it. <laughs> A lot of other games do it, like Danganronpa, another episode, Ultra Despair Girls. There's a Riot Monokuma. He's got a he's got a freaking nice. Riot shield and a helmet. Nice. So that's perfect. <laughs> but I liked I do like the uh, the Riot Husky because it's not just a shield. He's just like ripped a door off a fridge off of a mm-hmm. refrigerator. Refrigerator. Don't just say refrigerator. Doofus. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that's a little bit of extra character to something that could just be like, ah, just put a shield on him, and somehow he knows how to use a shield. No, it's this big dumb thing that ripped the door off and went. I'm holding this door. I'm going to hold the door. 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 Sorry. One other cool thing for Save the World. PTSD. Like Tourette's. One other cool thing filed under the Save the World mode thing that I thought was kind of neat is if you do enable multi-factor authentication on your account, because I don't know about you guys, but I every other week I'll get an email about, who multiple login attempts on your account, which you don't have any V-Bucks in, so who even cares? But anyway, if you do enable that, they'll give you 50 armory slots, 10 backpack slots, and one legendary troll stash llama. So wow. if you're playing already, you might as well just do it and then get free stuff. Uh, Backpack yes. slots are the bee's knees anyway. But armory slots, same thing. And a loot llama. Boom. There you go. Just for free. Just for well, going. you get the loot llama to fill up the empty slots you just got from getting the exactly. backpacks. It's beautiful. And so you keep your account secure. So exactly. it's perfect. Mm-hmm. A symbiotic relationship for both you and the game. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was talking about how in Save the World that they're going to be changing something, right? And I said it would be great if they did more. For the Save the World portion. Oh, and guess what they are? They said, hey, in celebration of us having some big, big news for Save the World, they mm-hmm. went ahead and introduced the Cram Session, which goes ahead and does a new mini event, all bonus XP, all sorts of cool stuff going on. So make sure if you do own Fortnite, you actually bought it, get in there mm-hmm. and Save the World, get, get introduced to this Cram Session, get your characters leveled up, because apparently some big news is on the way for the Save the World, which is exciting. That is pretty exciting. I mean, I said it earlier. I'm not the Battle Royale guy. Give me some Save the World content. Maybe I'll be in there some more, you know, rocking it out. Mm-hmm. See, I'm telling you. And that's not the, all the news either. You know what? Mm-mm. A huge announcement for Fortnite, Danny. What happened? Mm-hmm. Do you know? I do. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I didn't even write this down. <laughs> Sony went ahead and said, hey... Why don't we get on on this crossplay? And uh, yeah, so now now everyone can play Fortnite with each other, no matter what console you're on. That's pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they haven't said whether they're gonna be extending this to more games yet, but I'm sure they will eventually. But mm-hmm. they're starting oh, they with uh, yeah, they're starting with Fortnite. Yeah, right now it's in the beta testing phases, all that good stuff, working out the kinks, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, all they're doing is showing the people who give PlayStation all the money that, hey, look, when it happens, nothing happens. It's okay. Mm. It's not going to affect us, really. It's not going to hurt us. And then they're going to throw it in. And like you said, they haven't announced whether this is going to extend to like Destiny 2, Division 2, any of these other big games. Mm-hmm. 
But maybe not all of them, maybe not all the AAAs, but it will eventually extend to everybody because there's no excuse anymore. The excuse yeah, before this was so. that we don't want to pollute our community with Xbox or Nintendo's community because they're garbage. Our community is the only real deal of nice well, people well, who play good together. That's right. They are. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've met all kinds of nice people on PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, totally. and, and anybody who plays an Xbox One... What a jackass! Just yeah. instantly, I and don't then even these like kids him. Anybody the I've ever known who's played an, with an Xbox One is sucked. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially people like I, I'm not going to name any names, but you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shade being thrown out. Wow! You know who you are. Whoa! <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Just got pretty intense in here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this: the excuse <laughs> is over. PlayStation will be playing nice with everybody here shortly. And what a nice barrier to be gone. It's Why the hell did it take so long is what I'm wondering. I don't know. (laughs) I really don't. Because I play the system not because of the community. I don't Mm -hmm. care at all about the community, to be quite blunt. I care about the menus. I care about the games coming to the system. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care at all about the community and who I'm playing with. I usually Mm -hmm. play with my friends. And now that it's opening up, fantastic i'm still going to keep buying buy, uh, buying buying my playstation <laughs> because i appreciate the crazy unique titles that come to mm-hmm. only the playstation yes. whereas the xbox typically has more of the western titles and the sports games and all that kind of community and that's not the community i'm usually part of or the games i'm interested in just mm-hmm. makes sense but now if there's a game sorry sorry Matt. i was just say now there's a game like destiny 2 i can play it with everybody and anybody on any of the systems which is great mm-hmm I think the only way to look at it from a business perspective is, you know, if I go online right now and I do have cross-platform play and someone is being like a racist, monster, trolling, harassing douchebag, and I'm like, dude, PlayStation, do something about this. Oh, he's on Xbox. We can't really do anything. We can maybe like push your report to them, but maybe they'll read it and maybe they won't. That's the only kind of thing where, you know, they always talk about, well, we're trying to make a better community. Well... I don't know about making a better community, like saying that these guys are trash or those guys are garbage, but it's like if it's coming from like a Nintendo Switch player and I'm on PlayStation, I can't really do anything to report them to correct that action unless I also have a Nintendo account and go on to it. Hey, when I was on my PlayStation account, this mm-hmm. guy called me of this, that, and the other thing. So that part I can see. I don't see it being a problem because there are trash people on every single account, but... I see why they wouldn't want to do that because you could open yourself up to all kinds of really bad stuff, especially in this day and age with all the kinds of people you got to watch out for. I don't want to try and sound like rude or anything, but you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You can say some really heinous stuff to some people who you can't say that stuff to. And if there's not a way to get, you know, effectively reported and removed from the system or have your actions punished, that can be a big problem, especially for a company. Like, well, like, I could sue PlayStation right now because they allowed me to play with a Nintendo Switch player who called me a this, that, the other thing, and there were no repercussions for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but there's an easy fix. Um, some companies do it already. Uh, Bungie, I'm sure, could incorporate this quickly if they don't already. I, n- I don't report people, so I don't really know. Uh, mm. Blizzard is the only one I'm super familiar with because I've been on there for 15-plus years. 
they've got their own internal reporting yeah. system. And this is what will have to happen if all three systems start playing nice. Those mm-hmm. large games that interact with one another via online are going to have to have their own reporting mechanisms in place. So that way, no matter what system you're on, you don't report to PlayStation. You report to Bungie. You report to Activision. You report right. to Blizzard. And then they go and investigate and ban the players depending on their actions, et cetera, whatever they've done. Mm-hmm. Which is great yeah. for the systems in general because any, now PlayStation doesn't really have to worry about it. Right. And, you know, now they're like, oh, well, you, you guys wanted us to play fair with everybody else. We did. You guys build the systems. You guys have the people there to manage the community and, and of course playstation xbox nintendo they still have their own but it's more of a backseat they kind of go hey are they handling this issue why aren't you handling this issue you wanted us to be able to play nice you know if you don't handle this we're going to do something or whatever blah blah, blah. Or, or is it directly through our interface like yeah. you know if i get a playstation message that would still go to playstation exactly. but if it's in the client for the game, then it would go to the game maker. Them. That makes sense. Because mm-hmm. the only reporting I've ever done is on my PlayStation community is people will occasionally pop in and put, like, you know, a, a porn message or a phishing message. You report that, and it's gone the next day. So I would say PlayStation already does a pretty good job, so hopefully that just continues on into this multi-platform cross-play world. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Fantastic. So we got one last subject tonight, everybody. Mm-hmm. And this one's from Joe King himself, the man, the myth, the legend. And as we do, I didn't respond to him on Twitter because, you know what, we don't respond to anybody on Twitter. <laughs> we bring right. it to we the podcast. We retweet stuff and we never <laughs> say a word. <laughs> if it's interesting enough, we'll bring it here. And if you like us enough, you're going to hear it because you listen to us. If you don't, then we're talking to the wind and it doesn't matter and it's fantastic. What am I talking about? Joe King went ahead and said, hey, guys, guess what? I'm working on my first panel. The subject will be best practices and advice for content creators looking to work with devs and publishers. For you content creators, what are some things that you think this panel should make sure to cover? Any burning questions? Retweets appreciated. So as we do, I thought we'd just toss around real quick here. Are there any burning questions or anything we would like to know from devs, publishers, on where we should be, what we should be doing, etc., etc., for Joe, for his panel that he hopefully wants to put together for the next PAX, is what I believe he said? I think that's what he said, but I'd have to go back and read it. Gotcha. But it was definitely, the other thing he said is this would just be a, a personal, individual panel, yes. not mm-hmm. affiliated with Gearbox, not for Gearbox anybody no. else, just anything. Mm-hmm. So Danny, is there anything, uh, any burning questions from you? Not that I can think of. Nothing. I think. I mean, I think he pretty much answered what we wanted to know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't think of anything specifically. Kind of. You mean when he was on the show? Yeah, when he was on the show with us. Okay. Because when we when you were just talking about it, the only thing I can think of that I would want to know is because I don't think he really addressed this part of it because we didn't like push him on it because that's not what we do we're nice mm-hmm. to the people we interview the one thing i would want to know is what level does one have to be to i shouldn't say to expect interactions or feedback or things like that but i mean obviously we're a podcast with a certain number of listeners you know if you're on twitch do you have to have a certain level of twitch affiliate or partner or that before you can 
reasonably approach a dev or you know a publisher for things because we've asked for some things and we've gotten a couple little things but you all three of us know there's a lot of people out there who get stuff for free not just from gearbox but from any other company mm-hmm. there's like oh just send stuff to him and well what level do you have to be to ask for things to expect to get things and then if there's there's is there and then when you're a that? full partner yeah when you're just straight up in the, yeah, in the wh- bag yeah because i mean you can do a show about the news from a certain company and i mean what does that get you like do you have to go out and ask should you like i don't know like i, I don't want to be too specific here but you know what i'm saying well i i that's the one of the questions i was thinking about and i think jozo's kind of asked the same thing is I wonder why devs and publishers do not have a a page on their website for content creators stating, "Hey, here's where you are when you're an enthusiast. You know, here's how we look at you as an enthusiast. If you're doing this small time podcast for say or whatever, and you're just having fun, we we like you, we appreciate you, we thumbs up you, but that's it. Please don't come at us, you know, asking or trying to do anything crazy. But if you've reached a point to where you have say uh, 5,000, 10,000 listeners, or you've started your Twitch and you've got five, ten thousand, 10,000, or whatever the number is, the magic number, like you said, at what point do you go from an enthusiast to an, like an affiliate, to a, um, to a, um, uh, influencer? There you go. That's the yeah, right yeah. word. To where yeah. do you go from an enthusiast to an influencer? And at that point, can we then contact you, uh, and say, Hey, you know what? We've got this many views, this many listens, this many things, we would love to start getting a little couple, you know, a little tick for tack, help each other out. How does that all work? How do you broach into that without being rude? How do you broach, you know, how seeming like you want something for nothing, that kind of thing? That's always a very awkward uh, conversation and transition. And it's <laughs> awkward from both ends too. Yeah. Like we we've had Gearbox people on the show, and they've been great and awesome, and that's cool. But saying, hey, will you come on the show and talk about yourself versus, hey, can we maybe like get some stuff from you guys? That's like, how do I even phrase that? How do I even phrase that conversation? How would you even want to receive that? You know, like, how can I say it? When do you want to hear it? How do you want to hear it? Like there's there's I can shoot it here. But if what you're expecting is here, then. Anything below that will seem like, oh, what's this jerk doing? Yeah, and you don't or, want to seem rude, right? So you never yeah. go that far. You're always like, well, I don't want to be pushy. Or we're we're probably nothing, no timers. I don't want to be like, oh, I want a thing, or want to, I want to, I want to have a cool interview with you on this new game, or you know, or get a little sneak peek at something and be cool. It happens, mm-hmm. like we said. Yeah. You see tons of influencers all over the place getting all this stuff, getting these cool little interviews, getting sneak peeks, getting invited to come check out some stuff. So there is a threshold. There is a level. To which that happens, I would just yeah, like it to be clear. I just don't. I don't. I don't think there's an actual number, though. I don't think there's an actual set. Well, that's what rules, I mean. You know, there should be. be to it. I know because some there's some people on there that will get things and they barely have any followers. They're just a really big fan, mm-hmm. you know. And and there's some influencers that get nothing, even though they have a huge following. So like, there's, I just don't, I don't know what there, you know, there's no set criteria to it. Yeah. yeah. I think I maybe of. not, <laughs> maybe not like numbers or set criteria, but like, what is the mindset? If you are on the development end, like 
again, there's no way to say it without talking about milestones and things. But like Eric said, when do you go from just being a fan to somebody that you'd want to work with or want to give to things promote to, a to game? To, yeah, to promote or spread or have the word an interview or with like and that. talk about stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Where does that happen? When does it happen? Uh, is it more about just you liking that individual's or those individuals' content? Uh, you know, at that whole point, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. How much of, of a push should one like? I mean, I, I hate to use this as an example, but you know, we've gotten some props early on. It was you know we're in the community spotlight, but you know, after a certain point, do we like poke at? Because people know about us. Like, do we? Does does one does a content creator keep poking at? Yeah. I don't want to say poking at the to person. Stay aggressive, you know. Yeah. Like wh- how how is that? How do pe- how do companies respond to that? Do they mm-hmm. like aggressive people? Do they not like aggressive people? Do they like their social media people to find them out? Mm-hmm. What does what what what? So a big overarching question then I guess to re- put it all in a bubble would be, what social interactions should be had? between the content creator and the dev publisher to promote a healthy relationship in which you can prosper and or work together in a, in a healthy you know fashion where both of you are communicative and, and progressing and or not but in a, in a professional respectful uh, way you know mm-hmm. and in a way that would encourage further development further communication or development because mm-hmm. you know if I say hey you know we're really interested in helping you out and not that this would happen from gear, but well, I'm work, working with EA, trying to get EA. Like, hey, we're, we got this little show we're trying to do. And you just hear, nah, not interested. Well, but like, how would, what, 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 what would you, would be, you interested? be interested yeah. in? Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, maybe if you get up to this level, then we can talk. You know, communication like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then there's goals to be set for that those content creators, and mm-hmm. it says, "Okay, I get it. We're here. We're not. We're not ready for the big times. We're not ready for the mid leagues. We need to get to this. We need to understand this. They expect this tor- this sort of thing, this type of uh, viewership or listenership or whatever it is, and then we can go talk to them and maybe get the next step up, or even give examples like, oh, our our A tier guy is Bobo Jojo, You know, our mid-tier guy who gets some kind of things is Ralphie Magoo. And, you know, one of our lowest guys who still gets a little bit of something or, you know, we interact with him in certain ways is Pedo Magoo. So if you go and check out those two levels of things and see what they're doing, then you can kind of, you know, figure out where you guys sit and, you know, where you can look for, you know, what you can aim for in the future. Even something like that, like a little roadmap. Mm-hmm. Like here, here's, here's the top, here's the bottom, here's in between... Where do you want to go so you know what you want to do? Exactly. And then lastly, one little one that kind of pops in my head too is like, uh, where do different developers and publishers rate podcasts, YouTube videos, Twitch streamers, Mixer? Where, what's the scale for that? What are they rated at of importance? Um, that kind of thing. Because let's be mm-hmm. honest, there, I feel like there really is uh, a different level of um, care, importance, um, in the difference of YouTube versus yeah, think, Twitch versus I think podcasting. You just did it right there. Mm-hmm. Podcasts, YouTube streamers. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> well, see, I wouldn't say. I think you'd have to be care- See, that's a, again a an instance of where you got to be careful with what you're saying. Like a level of care. I get what you mean, but like phrasing it more like a level of value. What do they value? Do they mm-hmm. value this higher than that? This higher. 
Because care, that's another one of those rocky yeah. roads. Hey, do you guys even care about X? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, not really. Who's this guy who just yeah, wants exactly. free stuff? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. And that's what it all boils down to is if you're listening, Joe, or if anybody over at Gearbox is listening, that whole giant conversation, is it's an awkward conversation <laughs> to be having. And it's uh-huh. not one you want to have because you're going to keep creating your content anyway. And you also mm. never want to come off as being rude or like forceful. So it's always or, like or like well, begging for things. Yeah, or begging. Mm-hmm. So you're always like, I don't know what to do. Do you ask for stuff, or do you not, or do you wear at what level? You know, that's that's I think a big question. A lot of especially smaller uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitchers, podcasts, that kind of thing, and where you break through. The 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 saddest part of it all is is especially right now, a lot of individuals who are in the business, the video game business, are now breaking away and making their own channels and doing all the cool video game stuff. And there's, they don't have that issue because they were in the mm-hmm. video game industry. So they already have all the connections, all the PR peeps and reps numbers, all the people they've interviewed already through the years at you know the different sites or things they worked with. So for them, it's like a, a great white coming in to the ocean where before there was just a whole bunch of little you know smaller mid-sized fish. And these guys just come in and they eat it up. And it's kind of changed the entire game up mm-hmm. because they come in with all the connections and all the things – and then the lower peeps come in and are like, well, I, hey, can I talk to you, Frank? You know, I, is that rude to say? Can I talk to you? You know, and, and you want to know, mm-hmm. can I? Can you approach them about that? Or or is it kind of like, no, buddy, you know, these five, six big entities up here, those are the ones we want to go to for all the real information. You know, don't ask us about that. That's stupid. And then they're annoyed with you for even, add, you know, bothering them and having to make them politely tell you no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it's a, it's a strange one, but it, hey, there it is. You know what? It's a question I would love to have answered, and I wish more developers and publishers would just state plainly what they're what they like, where they want to be with other re- people in in relationship to working with them. Mm-hmm. I think we covered yeah, it. I, I, I was going to go on, but I think we we've said it all over the course yeah. of that. Like, how do you get your foot in the door? How do you know if they people are interested? There you go. That I don't know. We, we said did. it already. We said it, it what we can. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I matter. Wanna, I want to just keep going on it forever <laughs> and ever because I like the intricacies of communication. That's kind of like my, that's something that really interests me, but I, we said it, so it's done. There. Exactly. There. Boom. So there you go, Joe, or anybody listening that can get it to Joe if he doesn't catch this particular episode. We hope that uh, maybe you do address it in the PAX panel, and maybe we'll even be there if you're at PAX East. Who knows? It'll be a great time. Could happen. A man it can could dream. Happen. Man can dream. Man can dream indeed. And that's about it, isn't it? I think that's pretty much about it. Except, bam! Surprise <gasps> question for Danny. Oh yeah, you weren't on our last episode when we talked about the Borderlands Two anniversary, and we had to answer the question: Which character do you most relate to, and why? I had my answer. Eric had his answer. What is your answer? Jesus, drop it on me like that. Hey, I stretched that question out for like 30 seconds, just like I did to Ding Dong the other day. And he was like, <laughs> it wasn't enough, man. See, look, I'm doing it even more, and I threw in an Eric diss. So now the time has come. It's time to answer the question, Danny. Um. <laughs> Is there a character with a cat? Because I like cats. <laughs> I like cats. Um, I I think... Gage is the first one that pops in mind. Um, Death Trap is kind of like a cat because it will go and kill stuff and bring you back things. Pretty much. 
I don't know. I don't know what it is about her. I just, I like her and I, that would be me if I was in Borderlands. So you dabble in crazy science, kill your entire class, blow them all Lose to bits. Lose your arm, replace it Lose with a robot arm. Lose your arm, yeah, replace it with a Have your dad smuggle you out of the uh, planet and get you out of there. Dude, do you remember the one time you went off to use the restroom or whatever and I was here drunk as a skunk and your your gauge was totally idle, and she went mm-hmm. into this long, like, five-minute conversation. Of, uh-huh. And I was, like, wow. screaming over the mic the whole time. I was like, dude, get back here. She just told this deep and awesome story. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So you like to tinker with explosives and other than robots. and I like to tinker things. with stuff. So, yeah, I think that there's that part of that. And well, hopefully. I like having a pet that kills stuff for me. Hopefully go, your cat has robot legs in the next six months or so. It's possible. She's nuts. <laughs> Good. She's, she's going to hit you with the stair next time you come over, Eric. Just blow you through the wall. Yep. You, you'll fine. be the bunker. You'll be the bunker. And so, oh, exactly. there's Eric. Hey, Amanda, we're going to have to have a really awkward conversation. Danny's cat incinerated your husband. <laughs> and all the Good apples he was carrying. One. That's right. Oh, I, I spoiled it already. Oh, oh look at that fork appearing. <gasps> what is that? That's right, oh, Matt. No. That's right. I remember you were going to bring it up. I mean, look, I am wearing a hoodie. It is mm-hmm. fall time. It's oh, and yes, fall. also, it's you official. just reminded me of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So not only is it fall time, and I'm ready to snack upon Nerdvana Live all over again. I almost forgot. I almost said third shift, which is not right, because we'll never become five star. I'm going to eat myself. Eat my, own, <laughs> eat my own people. Oh, yeah. But, but the important thing is, there's a new five star on the menu. Tell us about it, Eric, so I can I can laugh again. Tell well, me again so I can laugh and right. I can eat. I'll it. tell you again. So I, I listened to several <laughs> Destiny podcasts, and then one of them was Destiny the Show. I've listened to these two gentlemen for years. In fact, I, I love the way they get about things. It's quick. It's efficient. They have a nice little back and forth. It's just two of them, and away they go. And then this last episode, they pop on and they're like. Hey, man, we've been doing this for a couple of years, but we were in our young 20s, you know, when we started this, and now we're in, like, our mid-20s, and Shh. life is hard, what? and I'm and I'm realizing that I got to work and jobs, and I'm going to I'm gonna get married, and that's, like, a lot of work, See? so we've got to go ahead and shut down the podcast and end it, and wow. I'm just like, what just happened? What just happened? Oh, no. You're you're in your mid twenties now, and it's everything's too hard. Once you oh, hit twenty five, yeah. man, life is over. Mm, you can't know, do anything. God. God, God, early thirties really suck. We should quit. I have a job, and like I'm early, be, I'm, like, I'm, o- I'm over. The <laughs> I was gonna say, now. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the way to the grave. <laughs> I'm on my way to forty now. I'm almost there. Jeez, I'll pay. So Maybe yes. that's why we don't get the love. Those guys are too damn old. Screw you, old content creators. Old Is there an age limit for content creation, Joe King? Do you not like us because we're 35 and I'm older? I'm bald. I'm angry. <laughs> they don't like it. They're the just, just big red no stamp. Yep. <laughs> no bald heads. Un- unlikable. People hate bald men. There you go. <laughs> well, what do you do? Hey, that's not true. Broman's bald. Everybody loves Broman, so... I, don't I got even a know chance. Who that is, so it's fine. He's another. He's a big Destiny guy. He's also done, you know, all sorts of stuff, Borderlands and things. But, <laughs> anyways, that's not the point. Destiny the show is retiring after this month. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but they've become another five star 
for us to just add to the bin. So I will say if anybody knows them or listens to the DTS show, please let them know. They need to hop on over to Third Shift, throw us a wonderful five-star rating so that we can feast upon their dead souls. Yes. I'd appreciate it. Thank you You know what? Both of them owe us a review because we are... 10 years at least older than those suckers, and we're still going we're after still two years. Two kids, wife, all a job, all that. I, Same here. I mean, I got four kids. Yeah, still doing it. It can be done. You young men yeah. will be just fine. <laughs> oh my God. Look at this man. He fell out of a tree. I fell he had a 40 year old sniped at, apple tree. And I'm he still, still made it here. Uh these kids these days they just gotta try harder they don't understand what it is to struggle <laughs> oh man there we go beautiful oh, that was good so hey what do you guys think about destiny the show are those two guys a bunch of sucker faces tell us what you think <laughs> via email info at thirdshift.me tweet at us at thirdshift.me and find us on facebook under third shift Indeed you can. You can also find our wonderful Patreon over there in the Patreon universe. We treat it just like a wonderful little tip jar. If you like what you hear, like what we're doing, please consider heading on over there. Give us a buck, five bucks, ten bucks, thousand bucks. Anything and everything does help us way more than you could ever imagine. The lights only stay on because of wonderful patrons that we already have helping us out. That's actually not true because we would keep going anyway because I'd sell blood if I had to because that's how we got to do it. But thankfully the patrons don't make me do that because I, I lose enough blood as it is and accidents and problems. Sure. Well, see, so, no, see, <laughs> that you donated to a tree. This you would donate to an actual place that needs it and would pay for it. Well, it was unknowingly and unwillingly donated to the tree, though, man. I didn't intend to give the blood to the tree. Get yourself a little... Bu- you know Dan's got like a tap Scrape with a maple syrup bucket? Blood. Yeah, just... Yeah. Maple syrup, <laughs> bucket it. Back, back it, to just the show. Back put, the, it. put the tap mm-hmm. right in your side and bucket it. <laughs> All right. Got it. So anyways, <laughs> if you cannot get over there and throw us a tip, we do understand money's real, money's tight, people got to pay them bills. I get it. You can also go ahead and give us those five-star ratings we were talking about. Likes on the Facebooks, the Twitters, all the other places you can go like us and thumbs up us at. Hey, maybe consider going over to Twitch, following us over there checking us out watching us liking us subscribing all those good things everything and anything helps and we do very much appreciate it that's right and of course this podcast drops every friday so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 5th of october for our very next episode it'll be our kind of like mid slash post quarter end episode so we'll be grumpy we might be sick we'll be really sad and like not wanting to do anything it'll be a great fun episode i guarantee it and of course (laughs) This podcast, this is part that I don't always say, oh, I'm screwing up my whole rhythm. We go live on the fives. Every five episodes, you can catch us on Twitch. Having a great time with Danny, making her really embarrassed and sad to be on the show. That's the whole point of being live on the fives. Talking about my boobs and stuff. (laughs) You know what? Hey, it is what it is. Ambushing her with questions that she just loves. Yeah, I love it. That's my favorite part. So catch us live on the fives on Twitch, and you can catch the regular and you can catch the regular podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. And as I always say, because Eric never says it, if you like what we're doing, and we'd like, if you do you know English? Don't forget to say. It. So if you like what we're doing, and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. 
because it does help us out. We really do appreciate it. And now it's time for Danny to plug her social media and all her projects and what she likes to do and what she's going to do this week. What's your cat look like today? Put the cat cam up. Don't you spin that camera, though, because I swear to God, I'm going to barf <laughs> into this little cup over here if you do that it, again. It's, it's a different camera, so I can't spin it. I'm sorry. Oh, thank God. I, I, can ma- I can manually move it, though. You want me to? No, God, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Usakoi84 on Twitter. Um, I need to get back to Dame Rampa mm-hmm. and finish it. I want to do actually a marathon stream, a couple marathon streams to get through the rest of the cases. You got a ways to go. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. Yeah, I know. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I definitely need to get back on the stream and and rip through those because I want to know what happens next. Uh, uh yeah. Other than yeah. that, oh, we we have we have an otaku project coming up soon. Oh, I'm just boy. I'm waiting on the products. Nice. <laughs> oh, delicious, delicious <laughs> yummy, things. scrumptious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> And hey, as we ask every guest on the show from now on, hey, it's time for you to record a stinger from us saying, hey, my name's Danny, and I love Are Third Shift. Heck what? yeah. Wait a minute. Heck, like, yeah. My voice is already on IGTV. No, Isn't that kind no, of biased? You got to do it. We'll start up the episode and be like, hey, I'm Danny, and I love Third Shift. If you want Gearbox news, check out Eric and Matt. And it'll be like, boom, shut up and sit down. We got to start using those. We got to start oh, putting oh, those yeah, in. Hey. <laughs> it'd be the perfect time to use one no i'm not doing it i'm not oh, doing it you it's have so to biased do it. well, no awkward, i don't that was an awkward well pause. so you don't love third shift i guess no i don't <laughs> hello this not, is captain shepherd like and this is my favorite store in the citadel <laughs> boom it's just that easy <laughs> i can do it and i'm not even captain shepherd <sighs> is it commander <laughs> shepherd oh no no <laughs> That's third shift process. Ms. Lifestyle listens to third shift. Yes. Oh, we have Smeagol on the show. Oh, jeez. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. It's third shift. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, the two hey favorite guys, guys this Eric is and Danny. And Danny's there sometimes. I love third shift so much. <laughs> yeah. Hell Beautiful. yeah. You did there it. You're it. welcome. So we just had to awkwardly keep going until it happened. I, just, I did it just, just to shut you guys up. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. You just keep hammering away with annoying <laughs> shit until Danny just goes, fine, fine, you assholes. I give up. Here it is. <laughs> now, with that, though, I think we are at the end. Of our lives. Officially. For realsies. <laughs> I guess. Well, maybe Uh-oh. that, too. Oh, God. All right. So, as Matt puts the pony hat on. What? What left? What left? We only got one left thing to say. Don't what that thing forget for. to say. <laughs> <laughs> melting off your face. <laughs> My human skin's falling off. The lips are coming apart. Don't I can't. I can't. <laughs> goodbye. Don't, don't forget to say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. So long, oh friends. Oh, God. Train wreck. <laughs>